Before we get started, I have to tell you about a brand new investment opportunity. OnCall Capital is pleased to present you with a unique opportunity to partner in the acquisition of the Palazzo Apartments, a 92-unit community situated in the heart of San Antonio and less than 200 yards from San Antonio Medical Center. This is our second offering from QC Capital, and we expect this off-market opportunity to fill up very quickly. This is a 506C offering, meaning that you need to be an accredited investor to invest. If you've been looking to build your passive income streams, this is a fantastic opportunity to get started. For more information, reach out to me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com or use the link in the show notes to schedule a call with me. Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. Journey with me as I go down various rabbit holes to explore the best Plan B options for you. This episode is brought to you by On Call Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to the rabbit hole on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. Throughout my journey in finding a Plan B, I've gone down numerous rabbit holes to figure out which ones work for me. And since I've done some of this research already, I only think it's right to bring that information to fellow healthcare professionals to help aid in your search. As always, it's important for you, the listener, to do your own research and form your own opinions. Everyone's situation is unique, and a Plan B that works for one CRNA doesn't always work for another. Self-awareness is the key in any decision you make since you must have an accurate grasp of your own strengths, weaknesses, and goals. With today being St. Patrick's Day, I can't help but think about the color green. Plus, spring is nearly here, which means I'm going to have to start cutting grass again. And of course, I can hear the lawn guys at my neighbor's house with their mowers and blowers going full tilt. With all that in mind, today's rabbit hole is dun-dun-dun landscaping. When I graduated with my first bachelor's degree, I moved back in uh, with my dad for the next eight months while Lorona, my fiance, uh, finished up internships. My dad had retired from the Air Force and moved down to Florida while I was in college, and he had purchased a lawn service so that he could work outside of an office for once. So I took him up on his offer to work for his business. Now, cutting grass, weed eating, edging, and blowing off driveways might not sound like fun, but it wasn't really half bad. You get to work outside, which meant I had a killer farmer's tan, and you can flex your schedule however you need. But there's definitely a busy season and an off season. In Tampa Bay, we worked through the week and often had Saturday jobs during the summer. During the winter, though, you could take a week off at a time, cutting lawns every other week. But my dad had a few problems that he had to deal with along the way. First off, this is a manual labor job, so it's not really for older folks. Uh, We didn't have much luck with getting good help. A lot of the folks that we had alongside us were a bit transient, moving between other jobs. Plus, my dad couldn't say no to a job himself, so he ended up having more clients than he could really manage on his own. 
After a few years, he'd had his fill and decided to sell the business and get a civilian job back on base. I also noticed that two of my uncles in Florida also owned their own lawn service businesses, even though they were full-time firemen. It was a relatively stable gig that they used to make part-time income in between their 36 and 48-hour shifts, and they kept those businesses for years. And of course, I see plenty of lawn businesses where I am in North Carolina, with several of them being large operations with many trucks and crews. That's nothing to say of all the other businesses linked to it, like tree maintenance, landscaping, irrigation, and the like, which led me to wonder, what are the best ways to profit from the lawn care business? And as always, I like to start with the opportunity. The U.S. market size of the landscaping services industry is around $115 billion, with over 1.2 million people employed in over 600,000 businesses across the country. The industry comprises largely of small companies, many of whom are non-employers. This means that there's no major player in the industry who has a market share of greater than about 5%. While revenue for the landscaping services industry declined in 2020 due to shutdowns and mitigation measures, revenue is expected to rise over the next several years. Of course, you should research specific conditions around those consumer markets that might affect the strength of that rebound. When it comes to earning potential, there is a wide range here. According to figures from entrepreneur.com, Lawn care and landscaping business owners earned anywhere between five to fifty thousand dollars in their first year, and as much as one hundred and sixty to two hundred and fifty thousand once they were in business for a few years. They also indicated that businesses were charging anywhere from twenty dollars to eighty-five dollars per lawn cut, dependent upon size, slope, and other factors. Now, let's start with some definitions. Lawn care is the act of taking care of an already established yard or garden. It involves some routine seasonal tasks like trimming, edging, weed removal, fertilizing, mowing, watering, mulching beds, and so on. It can be accomplished in well under an hour of time, depending on the task, of course. Landscaping, on the other hand, is the act of transforming an outdoor area by plantation, construction, or reorganization. It often involves intense extensive planning and design to convert an area into a beautiful place through the installation of new architectures, plants, and other structures in the specified area. Not only does this take more time, but it also requires extensive knowledge, creativity, uh, and professional experience. Now, there are some companies that work in both spaces here, but what I'm going to focus more on is the lawn care side. It doesn't require specialized education, so you or your teenager can get started pretty easily. I always like to check out the pros and cons of starting uh, things, so let's do that for the lawn care business, and we'll start with the pros this time. First pro, there is the potential for stable and ongoing business. Your customer base will need their lawns mowed once a week, depending on the area you live in, which this just makes for a stable business model. Next, you can also sell other products that are reoccurring products, such as fertilizers, weed treatments, bug treatments, and the like. You can sell these to customers for an increased margin, making for an attractive alternative source of revenue. Next pro, this is a customizable business. You can start by offering one service, such as mowing lawns, and build out to other service offerings like bush trimming, new sod installation, tree trimming, and weeding. There are a ton of options out there that allow you to be as flexible as the consumer demands. Uh, So you, you can change what you offer just depending upon what they're doing. Uh, Next pro, this is a scalable business model. 
You can choose to be a sole proprietor doing it all yourself. You can choose to scale up and manage multiple lawn care teams from your home office. Or you can go after residential contracts, commercial building contracts, or both. Next pro, there is an entry-level workforce, meaning that the majority of the employees don't need any kind of formal education since they can just learn on the job. This means that there's no expensive training or recruiting costs. Next pro, there are franchises available. If you're interested in purchasing an existing model to work from, there are many proven and reputable lawn care business franchises available for purchase. One example is Lawn Doctor which has a startup cost between $100,000 to $125,000. Or you can purchase an existing business, which provides you with an existing customer base and equipment. This is what my dad did, and it worked out pretty well. Next up, this is seasonal work, depending on your location. As I mentioned, in Tampa Bay, you only had to mow every other week in the winter. As you move north, you'll have even more time. Of course, in snowy climates, that may be another opportunity altogether, Snow plowing is another way to create income, and it does count as yard work. Next pro, and this will be the last one, uh, some of this work can be done under the table. Now, we just had a tree removed from our house, uh, and we wrote the check directly to the owner of the company. I've seen other small lawn services that do the same thing. This means that uh, they don't have to claim that as taxable income. Now, not all customers buy into this uh, as they know that it's a tax avoidance tactic. And I know that it's a bit of a shady proposition, so I'm not necessarily advocating for you to take this route. But who can really blame folks for trying to avoid paying taxes as much as they can when the tax laws are written to squeeze the middle class and benefit the rich? I certainly can't. Now for the cons. First, startup expenses can be high. I already mentioned getting into a franchise, which can be around $100,000 or so. You can also buy an already established business from someone looking to cash out. When I checked on bizbuysell.com for North Carolina specifically, uh, you know this path can run you anywhere from eighty dollars to $90,000 into several hundreds of thousands of dollars. Of course, you can generally work out a payment plan with the seller, but that's still quite a chunk of change for just a side gig. Now, next con, competition is everywhere. Just Google lawn care services in your area and you're bound to find a ton of them. Uh, Part of this is due to low barriers to entry. Now, if your market is particularly saturated, you may have to compete on price, you know, and, and that just cuts into your profit margins. Research your area and talk to local lawn care companies about their experiences if you can. Next con, there is some economic risk. When times get tough, some residential customers may cut out your non-essential services to save a buck. This could put you on the chopping block. Next up, work can be very seasonal. We did mention that before. Uh, Florida and much of the southern states don't have to worry about this due to the mild winters. But if you're up north, customer accounts can shut down by mid-October. This may be nice for your downtime, but not so nice for your wallet. You'll likely need to diversify your product offerings, uh, moving into leaf pickup and snow removal, et cetera, to keep your business running. Now, my dad made sure that his clients paid a monthly fee that didn't change throughout the year instead of charging per cut. This ensured that he didn't suffer during the slower winter months. Now, lastly, this can be a very labor and time intensive endeavor. 
You are essentially trading time for money unless you have crews that are doing the work for you. It can take a while to scale to that point, particularly if you're starting from scratch. Speaking of which, let's get into the ways in which you can get started. Number one, don't let a lack of money get in your way. Now, if this is your teenager, they can get started by buying a push mower, weed trimmer, and leaf blower for around $500. He or she should be able to pay that off within a couple of months pretty easily. And if you have some of this equipment already, even better. If you don't, that's okay too. You can always start off with smaller jobs. Say you have a neighbor with a ton of hedges that needs trimming. You go to them and say, hey, I'll trim your bushes for 500 bucks. I just need $250 to start and the rest when I'm done. So now you have $250 to go and buy a hedge trimmer and a broom. So now you can do an excellent job. Number two, create a business plan. I know, I know, this can be very tedious, but you don't need a crazy complicated 40-page dissertation or anything, just a lean startup plan that you can complete in under an hour. Go ahead and come up with a name uh, for your business and decide how you want to structure your company. Most folks choose a sole proprietorship to start out. The business plan itself will include an executive summary, company description, market analysis, organization and management, services, marketing, funding requests, financial projections, and an appendix with supporting documentation that you can then show to investors or lenders. Number three, you got to learn some skills. You at least need to know the fundamentals of lawn care before getting started. For the things like mowing and edging, there isn't much education that you really need. But if you grow and start to add services, you may require some specialized training. This can often be picked up for free from the library or you know, my personal favorite, watching YouTube videos. You can also learn pretty quickly from working with an established company first. Number four, create your website. If you need a license to work, make sure you display that on your site to reassure customers and establish credibility. You should also have a list of services along with testimonials and contact information. If you're looking to generate leads, sprinkle in some buttons like call us now or get your free estimate as a call to action for potential customers. Then you need to utilize search engine optimization tactics or SEO uh, and those keywords to drive folks to your website. Now, I'm not going to get into the weeds with that here, but there is certainly a learning curve to SEO. Number five, buy your equipment. Yes, you can just start with a push mower and a broom. However, as you expand your business, you'll want to add more equipment like the following. Uh, you, you need to be able to sharpen the blades on your mower because you're cutting a lot of yards. Uh, you need a, a weed trimmer. You need eye and ear protection, uh, gas containers, lawn tools and bags, a leaf blower, a riding mower. You know, if you get into tree trimming, you may need a hedge trimmer, chainsaw or pole saw. And of course, you need a truck with an equipment trailer to haul it all too. Now, number six, take care of those licenses and insurance. You can file for a business license with the Secretary of State's office and set up a business checking account. You may need an occupational license, which is usually based upon how much revenue you intend to generate in a year. It's normally only around 50 bucks. If you're fertilizing some lawns, then you might need a fertilizer application certification. Check out the Department of Agriculture Resources website for more details on your state's policies. Then you'll want to get lawn care insurance to protect you in case you accidentally damage a customer's property. There are plenty of different types, but general liability insurance for lawn care businesses is around $50 a month for a standard $1 to $2 million policy. 
Step seven, get an employer identification number or EIN. Now, this doesn't apply if you're a sole proprietorship, but any type of LLC partnership or corporation must have one. You can do this simply at the IRS website. Number eight, establish your pricing structure. Uh, most lawn care companies base it on the size of the lawn. To figure out a competitive rate, you can calculate the square footage of your own lawn and have some companies in your area come out to give estimates. Make sure you factor in the cost of materials, labor, equipment, and business overhead. Step nine, build those relationships. This is the difference between a client base of 20 people and one that has several hundred. First, you may start out with family, friends, and neighbors. And if you're good at what you do, word will start to spread from there. You don't want customers to feel like they're just another number. Now, once you've gotten going, we come to step 10, which is reinvesting your profits. Whether you need to use that money to better take care of your equipment, which is another must, or you want to take your equipment and services to that next level, making sure you have enough for a rainy day or to scale up is important. Something to keep in mind, though, most multi-million dollar companies have only a 10 to 14% profit margin due to overhead. But most companies that do under $2 million worth of business annually have closer to 50 to 60% profit margins. So maybe don't scale up too much, eh? Now, I know that this may seem like a lot to some of you, and I couldn't blame you for thinking so. So what's the easiest way to invest in lawn care without getting your hands dirty? Well, you guessed it. It's stocks. From Scott's miracle Grow Company to Site One Landscape Supply to the Toro Company, there are tons of lawn care and lawn care adjacent stocks to choose from. Deer and Caterpillar come to mind as well as Tractor Supply. All but one of these companies has more than doubled in the last five years, with Site One coming close to seven bagger status. Of course, you know some of these have better metrics than others, so make sure you do your due diligence for whatever investment you choose to make. The next easiest option is to become a private investor for an aspiring lawn care business owner. As a private investor, you can loan them funds to buy equipment for a set amount of interest payback, or you can actually own equity in the business itself. There are tons of ways to work out a mutually beneficial deal. As always, though, do your research into whatever and whoever you're investing in. Now, this is really a side hustle for entrepreneurs who are looking to own and run their own business. Merely being an employee of a lawn service will only net you about $10 to $15 an hour. Not bad for teenagers looking to make a, a quick buck during the summer, but you know there is a bigger opportunity here for those of you with the right mindset. No, this isn't a side gig that's going to net you what you make as a CRNA, at least not right away. It isn't passive, at least not right away, but it can be highly lucrative, even for relatively new companies. I've got a link in the show notes to an article with a YouTube video of a 19-year-old who made $100,000 in his first year alone. If you're someone who has free time and you'd like to spend more of it in the sunshine rather than a freezing operating room, then maybe this side gig could be for you. Speaking of show notes, though, make sure you check those out for more helpful information. In the meantime, that's going to do it for today's episode. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or rabbit hole topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming podcast, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time and cover those questions in future episodes. And if you'd like to know more about me and gain access to passive investment opportunities, such as our current offering, the Palazzo Apartments in San Antonio, Texas, 
Make sure to find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or you can visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Until next time, be safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.